Strippers. Hey. Yes, honey. Welcome back to another episode for the Cup to Show podcast. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed the last couple weeks and it wasn't too much, too, too much of a strain for y'all out there in them streets, honey. Ain't nobody got time for all that shit. <laughs> we trying to start the week off right. <laughs> and we is, and by right, I mean starting off stress-free, drama-free, snitch-free, bitch-free. <laughs> all the freeze, bitch. <laughs> if you normally the bitch at the beginning of the week like me, well, free that shit, bitch. In vogue, bitch. And your mind and the rest will motherfucking what? Follow. <laughs> And it will, it will, it will, it will. Uh, and we're going to get into some good, positive jizz and ah and oh for the week, honey, yes. It's time to start this week prepped, hot, and red like little Caesar pieces, Heidi. Yes, and it is, and it motherfucking is, yes. Now, I hope and know good and well y'all wasn't in no shit these few weeks either, honey. <laughs> Because I know how my sippers can get. Yes, the sippers can get a little while. I know. Because I be outside in these people's streets too. <laughs> sometimes, honey, sometimes. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. But guess who streets I've been in recently? <laughs> Houston, honey. Yes, Tech Fifth. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop before y'all try and cancel a bitch about a speech impediment child. <laughs> Even though I love me a good list, bitch. I do. Mm-hmm. But I got a speech impediment myself. Yes, bitch. I stutter. <laughs> like Joe. It, okay, my dear, my dear. I did not know me. Yes, him. I stutter. Now, when I start doing my live show and shit, I'm sure y'all gonna pick up on it. Mm-hmm. But until then, guess what I'm gonna keep doing, bitch? Editing that motherfucking stutter right the fuck out, bitch. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm sure a lot of these hoes would love to cancel a pretty skinny bitch like me. <laughs> like me. Ah, in my Megan voice. <laughs> but anyways, honey, yes. Yes, that Houston. And it was everything. Good judge and all and all and oh. But as always, y'all know I'm excited to be back with y'all. I am. Just talking my shit, bumping my gum. <laughs> and that's exactly what the fuck this episode finna consist of, child. Me talking my shit and bumping my gums about shit I want to talk my shit and bump my gums about Henny. <laughs> yes, honey. We finna get into a lot of shit I haven't talked about in the past few weeks. This month, honey, from reality TV shows and movies to albums that's turning like 30 and 40 years all this year. Up until the month of April, of course. We ain't finna go through memory lane, honey. <laughs> but we is. So let's get it started for the 99 and 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Not really for those years, honey. But y'all get the movement, child. And if you don't, then you better movement your ass on board. <laughs> you better. So, because I want to talk about so damn much this episode, y'all. We better go ahead and get this shit started, honey. We ill. <laughs> now, what? <laughs> Honey, if you a certified simple, then you should already motherfucking know by now by the tune, the flow, and the scrumptiousness, ness, ness. Yes, of this beat and music, child. 
that we can't start an episode of the Cups of Joe podcast without motherfucking knowing. What's in your cup of Joe today, honey? <laughs> B. Because <laughs> I want to motherfucking know. Mm-hmm. Is it coffee? <laughs> Up north, how they say it? Coffee. 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 Is it tea? Is it tequila or tequila or them? Mm-hmm. Is it wine? Honey, what the fuck is that? What is it? What is in it, Tiny? What is in it? <laughs> well, in my cup today, y'all don't be judging me and shit. You know, what? Well, fuck it. I really don't care if you be judging me or not. Because at this point, guess what? I'm judging you too, bitch. <laughs> I am. I sure fucking am. <laughs> but anyways, in my cup, I'm sipping on a Miss Taylor, honey. <laughs> not Swift either. <laughs> Mrs. Paws. <laughs> yes, y'all. Her. Her. Her right there. <laughs> Man, normally I'm not even a Taylor Port drinking ass type of bitch either. For real. Like, no lie. I'm not. But I just wanted to see what it would be like if I did a whole episode with a wine glass full of Miss Taylor and her antics, bitch. <laughs> That's what I was going for, y'all. So if by the end of this episode, I'm slurring and I'm falling out of my chair and shit, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to edit it. <laughs> edit the fuck out of that motherfucker. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. But if by the end of this episode, y'all hear that? Like, and all that good stuff, then blame it on the tape. Hey, 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 love heart. Blame it on it. Ah! <laughs> no, but for real. Blame it on all of that shit, honey. Because honey do milling grapes, jam, honey, and ice, bitch. Woo! This shit is hitting so far, y'all. Like, no lie. No motherfucking lie. But anyway, y'all, that's what's in my cup of joe today. That's what I got going. That's what I got given, and that's what I got prepared. Okay? So hopefully, y'all got something good over there in y'all good old cups of joe today. <laughs> that's giving y'all that good juice. That good, ah, uh, a good what? Little shimmy, a little shake, honey, y'all. <laughs> And yeah, if y'all can't tell, this Taylor is trying to kick my ass. <laughs> but it's not, and it won't, because why? That show must go <laughs> In my French voice that I was trying to do or whatever. <laughs> I, I tried it. I did it. I did Before we get in, we finna get into some tea. And by tea, I mean <laughs> my TV shows, movies, and music, honey. Guys, since the last time I talked and chatted with y'all, honey, and this new segment, like, it's going to be presented, like, at the end of the month, like, every month, or close to it. You know, whichever one comes first, you know, because these must be tripping. You know, sometimes they be ending. You don't even be knowing they be ending. But anyway, you get it. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> but the name of the segment, going forward, will be called Kevin and His Damn Tea, Bitch. Damn Kevin and His Tea. Certified sippers, y'all already know what time it is when I mention Kevin, honey. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> and if y'all can see me right now, yes, I'm giving a what? A little shimmy, a little shake. <laughs> I am, y'all. I am. Because, like, I love to watch TV shows and movies and shit, y'all. I do. I really do. And just to be able to, like, talk about the shows that I like and enjoy and the movies that I like and music. Just be having me all giddy and shit. Like, giddy up, bitch. Ah. <laughs> but don't mind me, honey. Like, let's go ahead and let's get about it and talk about it, bitch. Yes, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Now, 
real quick, we're going to dive into the music real quick. We're going to finish talk about albums that's turning like 30 and 40, bitch. Mind y'all, I was like, when when these albums was coming out, or when they came out, I don't even think I was thought of. No, you know what I was? I was just like two years old, you know? So, but give me a minute. But I had to go in and listen to these albums. And trust me, they got some motherfucking good gems on this bitch. And some of them I had already known, and I didn't even know it. But anyway, let's get in, let's get in. 30 years, 30 years, 30 years ago. Up until April this year. Bitch, Debbie motherfucking Gibson, bitch. Body, Mind, and Soul. Released January 1993. Mm-hmm. Give it up for that bitch. Yes. And she was just on, um, she was just on The Mad Singer. Uh-huh, she sure was. But I listened to that album a little bit, you know, and it got me, you know, it got me a giving. It did. That losing myself, guess what I am? Here for it. <laughs> Why nobody ever put me on to this shit, honey? Go ahead, bitch, because I am. But you know what it was for me? Shock your mama. Jim. Jim, 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 honey. Now, y'all know I added that shit to a few playlists, honey. I sure did. How can this be? Jimma. And yes, honey, I added to my breakup list. I sure motherfucking did. I sure did. Kisses for one. You know what? Miss Gibson was not playing. And <laughs> she wasn't. And I was what? Here for it. I was, honey. I sure fucking was. Let's keep it moving. Dion Warwick. Yes, friends can be lovers. Released January 93. Paul McCartney off the ground. Ooh, he released it in February, my man. <laughs> he did. Duran Duran. Released a self-titled Duran Duran. A day after my birthday. And they did. <laughs> Go ahead. They knew what they was doing. But this is what got me. I didn't even know I liked this album like this. And like, who, like, you know, who was around me that was playing this motherfucking album so bad. Tupac, Strictly For My Niggas, February 1693, bitch. You know what it was for me? Point the finger. Sir! Oh, my God! <laughs> I forgot they was doing this type of rap then, like, back then, in the 90s. But I loved it. I did. Mm-hmm. Last words, bitch. Y'all know I be forgetting Ice Cube, like, he used to be a rapper back in the day, honey. I be forgetting. I do a little bit. But when he be on that shit... On that rapping shit, and I'll be listening back in the 90s and even a little bit now in the early 2000s. You know it's Ice Cube, and he did not play. Him and Tupac did not have to slay the way that they did. But they did. And I was here for it, bitch. I was, bitch. And of course, you know, keep your head up. I get around. That's the shit. Will always be the shit. Forever be the shit. Yes. The whole album is a classic, period. I loved it. Naughty by Nature, Naughty 3. Okay, go ahead. Oh, February, my man. <laughs> 93, go ahead. Um, Stang. Um, Ten Summoners Tales. Mm-hmm, and that one. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Are You Gonna Grow My Way? Ooh, that is not what the album is. Are You Gonna Go My Way? Yes, March. Um, The Patchy Mode, Songs of Faith and Devotion, bitch, March. 93, too. Mm-hmm. Icy Home Fucking Invasion. You know, I really didn't listen to that one. Because I really didn't know Ice-T rap like that. I didn't. Uh-uh. I just thought he was going, um, uh, what is it, Law & Order or CSI? One of them. I did. <laughs> I, I, I really didn't know he was a rapper. He cute, though. I like his eyes. He has some pretty guys. Mm-hmm. P.M. Don. Bitch. P.M. Don. The Bliss album, March 23rd. First of all, why nobody told me these people was the shit like this? First of all, I die without you? Will always and forever will be that motherfucking jam. Uh, 
Midnight Size. Oh, had me in my feels, honey, in my feelings, y'all, for real. They production was unmotherfucking matched. Yes, the ways of the wind. Mm, you know what? I don't know if this is a wedding song, a funeral song, or what. But either way, bitch, I was here for it, bitch. I am, and I am. <laughs> Looking through patient eyes. Yes, yes, and more yes. That's a good gem. And I added that shit in multiple playlists too, honey. Mind your business, bitch. <laughs> Mind your business. Uh, Shakira Peligro. 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 March 25th, 93. Uh-huh. Yes. David Bowie, he back again on the list. That man was just releasing albums every decade. Go ahead, David. Black Tie White Noise, April 1993. Bougie Bon Tom, Mr. Minshaw. Yeah, it's him. Now, 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 now. I know the LGBT community gonna get me on this. It's so, you know, I know he had that one bad song, that Boom Bye Bye, you know, where he was talking about killing the gays and shit, you know, and all that bullshit. But now he has supposedly a change of heart. You know, he don't perform it no more. It's ripped off of streaming networks. You can't even find that shit unless you go on YouTube or something like that. And he don't even perform that shit no more. So, kudos to motherfucking Bougie. Kudos, Bougie Bonton. Uh-huh. But that album, Mr. Oh, my God. Mr. Mention, it was a good one. And it's his debut. His debut. I think his debut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Bonafide Love is my motherfucking jam, bitch. I love it. 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 Maybe one of the first reggae songs that I ever fucking heard back then. Uh, mind y'all, I was two. I was fucking two. I was two years old. That I love you in every way. Yes, that went. Go ahead, Bonafide. Uh-huh. But you know what I was not ready for? Body, body rider. I was not ready for that. I was not. Mm-mm. But I added it to my list. I did. <laughs> another one, Who Say, is another track that I love and I enjoy too. Um, we got Mob Deep, um, Juvenile Hell, April 93, H-Town. This was their debut too. It was their debut. Debut, debut. How do they say it in French? Debut. I, I feel like it's debut. So, it was their debut. And, <laughs> of course, I, we all here for knocking the boots. You know, we all here for that. Like, Treat You Right. Oh, they have vocals, bitch. They have vocals. Don't, uh-uh, don't count H-Town them out. They have vocals. And then it's to look you up for me. They was giving real original Pretty Ricky Honey. <laughs> a real original. And I was here for it, bitch. Go ahead, H-Town. I listened to the whole album. I did. <laughs> okay, Radiohead, Pablo Honey, April. Okay, for 2093. Shania Twain, self-titled. Shania Twain, for 2093. Go ahead, bitch. Those are the 30 years old albums that I was able to kind of get a juice and listen to, bitch. Like, do y'all feel old? Bitch, I was two. Y'all should feel fucking old. <laughs> bitch, y'all should. Anyways, okay, so let's go on um, 40 years. We got, um, I don't even know how to pronounce these people's name. Um, M-Tune, 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 Juicy Fruit, honey. Juicy. Yes, honey. The one that um Biggie sample. Yes, January eighty-three. And you know what? I love these people that's gonna come up. January twenty-first, eighty-three. Your rhythmics, sweet dreams, bitch. Are made of these. Who am I? Yes, bitch. Go ahead, your rhythmics. We got soft sale, the art falling apart. 
uh, January as well. Temptations. I didn't know they were still making music in 83 like that. Surface Thrills. Bonnie Tyler. Faster than the Speed of Night, honey. April 1983. David Bowie. He, he go David again. They've always been popping up every year, every decade. David don't never get tired. He didn't never get tired, honey. He didn't. He, Let's Dance, April 14th. Um, the Asley Brothers. It was between the sheets for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, they did not motherfucking play, honey. They didn't. And I know a lot of y'all was born to that. Y'all know. Mm-hmm. That motherfucking album was nasty. It was raw. It was uncensored. It was no lube. It was ready for the world. Bitch, it was there. <laughs> Okay, now that we're done feeling all old and nostalgic and shit. <laughs> yes, honey. I talk about you too, child. I am. <laughs> I am, bitch. Anyways, let's talk and get into a few movies real quick that I watched since we last talked about, you know, any movies or whatever we talked about. But don't worry, for real. Even though I'm a movie guru. Guru. G-U-R-U. Guru. And I love watching movies and shit. We ain't finna be talking about all and every single one of them bitches, though, okay? <laughs> no, ma'am and sir, we are not, honey. We are motherfucking not. I'm just finna talk about a couple of them, so chill the fuck out, sippers. Chill out, okay? Hold on to your britches. The britches. <laughs> Hold on. Anyways, okay. So, did y'all see Shazam 2? Like, I forgot what it's called, like, after it. Like, you know how I say Shazam, and then it has something else after it. I just feel like it was called just, like, Shazam 2. So, um, you know, I'm one of the people that I don't mind watching DC and Marvel movies. You know, because I like me a good Batman. I like me a good Spider-Man. I like me a good Superman. I like me a good Captain Marvel. You know what I mean? I like me a good Wonder Woman. I like me a good uh, Black Widow. You know, I like me a good, you know, Judge and Shake. I like me a good Shimmy and Shake. You know, I am here for it. <laughs> I'm here for all of it. And, I watch all the movies, all the superhero movies, honey. I'm a nerd. Sue me, bitch. <laughs> so I was very, 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 very anticipating this film, honey, because I enjoyed the first one so fucking much. I watched the trailer like three, four times, honey. I was here for it. I really was. Um, The plot just was not giving what it needed to give. You know, the first movie of Shazam, the plot was executed way much motherfucking better. But the second one... It was giving, you know, we rushed it because we're changing management and hands and everything is going where it needs to go because of the changing, you know, CEOs and who's overseeing this, who's overseeing that. And, you know, I feel like it was rushed. But, you know, it's cute to see Miss Megan Good in a superhero movie. Oh. <laughs> I love Miss Megan. I do. I love Miss Megan Good. I do. And I like the stallion too. But we ain't gonna go into all of that. Anyway, we talk about superheroes. Ah. Oh, she wasn't She-Hulk. Ah, we gonna go into that. Okay, we gonna stop, 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 stop. Talk about DC. Um, but yes, I liked the first one better than the Shazam 2, okay? I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't care how you feel about it. Don't sue me. Talk to your mom. Okay, next movie, 65. Well, basically called 65 Million Years Ago. Like, when I watched this trailer, I was really excited. Because, you know, I love me a good dinosaur. I do. I love me good dinosaurs and prehistoric shit. I sure do, bitch. Intelligent me, bitch. I'm trying to get smarter. But, yes, I was so excited when I seen this trailer, bitch. But I was waiting for it to drop and all of this. And, 
you know, I want to go to the movies and see it because, it, it, you know, at one point I thought it was giving Jurassic Park, but then when I realized it wasn't a part of Jurassic Park, I was not going to spend my coin to go to the movie and see it. So guess what I did? <laughs> I ended up streaming it. <laughs> I sure did. I sure fucking did. Fire stick bitches, get you one. Like, the storyline for me was just way drawn out. I was not here for it. Like, we understand. Like, you did all your crash landing. You did all of this. Anybody got time, you know. I was very disappointed. I wasted a good hour and 45 minutes of my life of that movie. Like, and I will never watch, probably watch anything that that producer or director makes again. You know, and I'm okay with it. It's totally fine. I'm sure he's okay with it, too. It's one less viewer, bitch. Bye. <laughs> Next movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. Yes. Now, first of all, this is my favorite Ant-Man so far, okay? Like, I was not expecting this shit to be this good at all. Now, first of all, I love me a good Michelle Pfeiffer. I am a fan, bitch. I am a fan from Catwoman until what's live beneath, honey. This bitch from Dangerous Minds. I am the Michelle Pfeiffer of, of it off to Greece, bitch. She's in Greece. Two, she was a cool rock. Ah, baby. Anyways, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, I love me some Michelle Pfeiffer. But anywho, that's not the reason why I like the movie. <laughs> but I like it because now I got a better understanding of the quantum realm. Mm -hmm. I do. And I'm here for it. And I loved it. Um, Jonathan Major's character, Kang, I'm here for it. It just sucked that... He was just in Creed, and now this movie, and now, you know, the upcoming Loki TV show, uh, season two, and you're going through so much controversy. Like, okay, so I'm going to just say this. Like, you know, I'm not one to dismiss accusers' feelings at all. Like, you know, I believe you. You know, I won't take away your judgment from you. You know, whatever happened, happened. You know, and that's that. However, this man, Mr. Majors, like, why would you get yourself into trouble? You are literally at the cusspus, you know, of the breakout point of your career. And you let this happen? First of all, uh-uh, you need a better management team, honey. I mean, I could, but I ain't got no degree. But, but honey, guess what? I bet your text messages wouldn't have been out like that, honey. <laughs> Not in the history of nigga that would have been out. No, it wasn't enough, it wasn't enough, not by a long shot, okay? But I hate that he going through so much right now. Like, I wish the best for him. I wish, you know, like, he comes out on top and everybody who dropped him didn't believe in him, you know, eat their fucking words. But by that same token, if he did do the shit that they saying that he did, then hold that motherfucker accountable, bitch. Hold him fucking accountable. For real, you know what I mean? Hold him accountable. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but it's okay. Hold that bitch accountable. Fuck Jonathan Majors, okay? Fuck him. <laughs> but anyway, you know, that goes on to say, like, I don't know if they're going to replace him as Kang going forward. I mean, he already did, uh, you know, season two with Loki and shit like that. So that's already a wrap. He already got paid for that. So we'll see him in that. Um, I like how they put Moda into I did not see that coming at all. And, of course, Marvel do not disappoint with a motherfucking end credit scene. And I was like, what? Here for it! <laughs> I was. Next movie. All right. Power Rangers. <laughs> yes, I'm a fan, bitch. Anyways, so 
Um, I was excited as fuck, like, being a, like, a Power Ranger nerd, like, you know, Angel Grove type shit, you know, give me a smoothie, bitch, I'm ready, it's morphin' time, ho. You know, I was ready. Um, when I watched the movie, though, me and my sister, we went to this place in Houston called the Anime Bar, and, which y'all see photos and stuff on the, on, on the official Cups of Joe podcast page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'll post them later. Um, we watched it there. You know, I was really excited to see the OG characters, honey. Like, Billy and Zach, bitch. I was a bitch. And Zach did not motherfuck this point, honey. He was keeping it in, honey. And, um, you know, Kimberly. I was always here for Kimberly, the Pink Ranger. But she didn't want to participate at all. Like, she just didn't feel like she... I guess she felt like it ran its course. Like, she was done with it. And if Tommy, God rest his soul, rest in peace, was alive... Apparently, according to her, he wasn't here for her. And she wasn't here because he wasn't here for her. You know what I mean? So, okay, Kimberly, I feel you, girl. I feel your judge, whatever. You know, do your thing. Get your coin. I mean, it was a quit bag, but whatever. Um, Jason number two. They ain't have real Jason in there. They had Jason number two in there and Kimberly replacement. But, <laughs> oh my God, that sounds so rude. Yes, honey. But the plot and the Yellow Ranger, um, Trini... Oh, my God. I forgot she had passed away in real life. Like, literally. Like, I know she would have been in the remake. There was no way she wouldn't have. Like, that bitch slayed back in the day. Oh, my God. But overall, feeling of the movie, like, I loved it. Like, rewatch value-wise, I would probably watch it another four or five times. Like, it's not something that's going to be in my filmography to keep watching, but... As a nerd for the PR, I will watch it <laughs> again, of course. Last movie, Murder Mystery 2. Um, I love Mig Up Murder Mystery, okay? First of all, I really do. Like, Clue, that gang, bitch. <laughs> Try me if you want to, bitch. It was you in the library with the motherfucking gun. Bitch, you did it, Mr. Plum. Yes, <laughs> you did. <laughs> But anyways, I love the first one so much. I wanted to watch the second one. I was waiting for her, you know. And I love me a good Adam Sandler movie. You know, Big Daddy. You know, Happy Gilmore. You know, it's so many to name. Waterboy. You know, I love me a good Adam Sandler. That man did not play. He love. He know how to make a bitch laugh. And he do, and he always do. This plot, it reminded me of Knives Out 2. Now, if you've seen Knives Out 2, then you already know what the plot is about, Okay. Murder Mystery 2 gave me just that, okay? Like, I enjoyed it so much. The first one that I tried to give this one a try. But I I had to watch it, like, three times, y'all. Like, no lie, to finish it. But I won't be watching it again. <laughs> I won't. But I'll tell you what, I will watch the first one. The first. <laughs> I will, bitch. I will. All right, bitch. So let's get into my TV shows. What well, TV shows that are popping and that I watch and that, you know, you listen to me talk about and that you're going to love and that you're going to watch too. Anyways, Love is Blind. Yes, honey. <laughs> now, this season of Love is Blind, honey, it had me gooped, gobbed, and bewildered, honey. Like, season three did not have me as on the edge of my seat, honey, as season four did, honey. And I am here for it. First of all, let's go ahead and talk about Paul and Michael, okay? I love them for some reason. You know, I really, really, really believed in them. 
Okay, so, okay, all right. Quick disclaimer. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have said spoiler alert. <laughs> if you have not watched Love is Blind, season four, then fast forward. Or if you don't plan on watching it, keep going, you know? <laughs> but anyway, Paul and Micah. God damn, I gotta get better at that. Um, I really believed them. I really did. I was here for it. But I feel like at the end of the day, Paul made the best decision that he needed to for himself at the end of it all, honey. He did. He really fucking did. He did. But it was Micah being devastated at the altar. I feel like Paul could have told her that shit that he told her at the altar the night before in their bedroom. You know, I don't know how marriage works. I ain't never been married. Maybe you can't see the bride, you know, the day before. I, well, before the bachelorette party, bitch. No, matter of fact, after. Because you got to go home and sleep with him, I guess. Like the wife and the husband and the partner, whatever. Um, yes, he should have told her that then. Like, I get her being devastated and asking him to go first. Micah, kudos. Because, bitch, I will not be pouring out my whole heart and then this bitch come back around and tell me, oh, I don't want to be with you anymore. <laughs> For real. Like, no shade on tea. But, you know what, Micah? You don't need no friend like Shelby. You don't. We all need that one friend that tell it like it is. That, you know what I mean? That ain't got no filter. That's raw with no lube with it. Micah, let that bitch go. Shelby is a jealous bitch. For real. Shelby probably has been jealous. That, that's probably why you've never found love. Shelby is that type of friend that is going to be in your ear talking that cash shit. Talking that cash shit and letting you think, you know, this man is this, this man is that. He's not good for you. This that and third. Bitch, jump off a fucking lad, Shelby. Micah. Find yourself some love, honey. Get rid of that girl. Get rid of that girl. Yes. But Paul. Paul, I'm saying this, honey. Paul saying that Micah was not mother material. Well, that's not what he said. Basically, he didn't get that maternal vibe or instinct from her. Okay? Like, I didn't get it either. And I understood what he was. He wasn't calling her, like, saying that she would never be a good mom. He was basically saying that he didn't get it. Like, I didn't get it either. Watching her from the show, you know, I just felt like she was a part of, like, Paul want to have kids probably in the next year or two. Michael want to have kids in the next five, six years. You know, Paul is ready. Michael is not. So I get it. I get it. I get it wholeheartedly. I get it wholeheartedly, okay? And last thing I'm going to talk about as far as Paul and Michael. Paul, we saw you groping that brass maze ass, honey. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we did, honey. We did. We motherfucking did. But it's okay. It's okay. We all like a good groping every now and then, honey. Because she so smiled, giggled, and did a little shimmy, a little shake. <laughs> she did, bitch. She did. Okay, now. Jackie and Marshall. Oh, Now, I love their interaction in the pods. I really do. I really do. Like, though, I was rooting for them so hard. So hard, honey. But after they met, like, you can tell, like, when she kissed him and then moved his face away. And then how she was acting. Talking about, yeah, babe, you know, this, that, and the third, babe. Show him what you got, babe. And he was, you know, acting. He, he, he acted himself. He funny. He's a goofy-ass type of dude. You know what I mean? That's what he is. And that's what you fell in love with on the pause. At that point, when you saw the look on her face, she was doing all of that. You knew she didn't like him. And, like, she was never really interested in Marshall. She was there for the fucking, you know, lack of a better word, she was there for camera, if not for Josh. We'll get more into that later. But what really got me 
was Jackie and her leaked text messages. You know, like, she was giving all of this, you know, energy. And that's how I think, and that's why I think she was just there for Cloud. She's there for Cloud. You know, she didn't give Marshall the ring back because she wanted to give it to Josh. Not the other way around. She wanted Josh. Josh is giving real Burton Ernie, honey. He is. <laughs> and, he, and that's how you know that motherfucker. <laughs> he is. And that's how you know that motherfucker couldn't afford no ring for this bitch. This bitch like a rough neck, a rough around, beat me, throw, pick me up, throw me, and, you know, pick me up and get over here type bitch. You know, scorpion me type hoe. That's what type Jackie like. And that's what type her ass gonna get. I don't give a fuck if you, like, talk to Josh before, during, or after Marshall. When you over here, you kissing this motherfucker like he was your first pick. Bitch, you been cheating. You been for Josh. You been for him, and that's okay. But I applaud Marshall for being a bigger person, bitch. I applaud him. I really do. Go ahead, Marshall. I really fucking do. Because I'm so sick of the stigma with women, especially, like, black and Latino women. Like, think of that. A man that know and they can express their emotions. Like, they gay or they sweet or they fruity. Nah, bitch, and that's exactly why you're missing out on your blessing. That's exactly fucking why. Because you have this whole stigma of, oh, well, a black man supposed to be, you know, all, ooh, and uh, strong and gym and all of this and supposed to, you know, protect me and this, that, and the third. Okay. I really do applaud Marshall for doing what he needed to do, acting how he needed to act at the reunion. And giving them their moment. And giving them their fucking moment and their clout moment. Because that's what they were looking for. Period. Um, Kwame and Chelsea. I did not believe them at first. Okay? <laughs> I didn't. I'm the first to say it. Like, when I think about the interactions in the pod, it just wasn't genuine to me. You know what I mean? It wasn't just... It, it, like, it wasn't that. You know? But I will say this. I am proud of Kwame. Kwame using his real name instead of just using Alex. Okay? Come on, let the culture shine through, okay? Fuck whatever stigma that they were going to put on you, Kwame. Go ahead, go with your real name. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But what I was not here for, Kwame, was Micah and Kwame's poolside conversation in Mexico. Now, if I was Chelsea, bitch, that shit would have been shut down, period, from the get-go. Like, you're not going to play with me on my top, on my on my mental. Yeah, that's what you're not going to do. You not. Uh-uh. Chelsea did a good job handling her own, doing what needs to be done. Even getting married without Kwame's mother's attendance in the wedding. Like, she, like you know what? Real talk. Go ahead, Chelsea. Chelsea did what needs to be done. Chelsea sucked it up, and, and she went through with the punches. And I'm here for her. But sometimes you got to. It's a compromise, honey. Not a dictatorship. It's <laughs> period at the end of the day. But do I feel that they will last as husband and wife? I really hope they will. I really do. I really fucking do. Um, Brett and Tiffany. Oh my god, I love them. They're my favorite love is blind couple since Lauren and Cameron, honey. Yes, since Lauren and Cameron. Like, and they still together and happily married, by the way. Four years in. Like, but with Brett and Tiffany. They interaction with the pods was so genuine. You know what I mean? Like, it was just so pure, so natural. And I was here for it. And what got me was that she felt so comfortable. Because I feel like that, like, this would be a move that I would make, Tiffany. She felt so comfortable with his voice. She fell asleep to that nigga. And did. She fell asleep to him. 
go ahead, girl, fall asleep to your man. And then after they met, and then how they both lit up when they saw each other, bitch, I'm here for it. I am. I am. I love love. I do. Um, even meeting their families and stuff like that, like, um, it, but it was this, though. Brett got his brother together. Whatever the fuck that was about, Brett got his brother together, okay? Brett got the producers together about his outfit. I feel like Brett is don't play about his look. Go ahead, Brett. You're not supposed to. And Tiffany gonna know how to take care of that man. She sure is, honey. And Tiffany dad is not playing with Brett. Brett, take care of that man, daughter. Okay? Ah. <laughs> Alright, Irina. Girl, I ain't gonna spend too much time on this fame whore. It was the fact that she up here played with Zach and his feelings. You know, I would have cut this bitch loose when she forgot my birthday. Girl, what? You did what? Uh-uh. Get somebody else to do it. Because, bitch, how you like me and you forgot my birthday? You didn't do nothing for my birthday at all. Like, and then when she met him, she was not excited. You could tell by her face, her reaction, her aura, her jizz, and her shake. You sure could. She came off as such as a bully when she was fucking with Zach. And the other castmates. Like, she wasn't there to make friends. She wasn't there to, like, get the experience. She was just there to be famous. She, she wanted to be the evil villain, the Ursula. And that's what she got. Being, trying to be the Ursula, you got being the Nosula. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what you got. Like, I really don't even want to spend too much time on her and her half-ass apology during the reunion. Like, I just really hope that she's never on TV again. Fuck Irina. <laughs> Fuck Irina. Um, Zach and Bliss. Yes. Like, I love them. He should have picked Bliss before he picked Irina. For real. Because he was dumb as fuck. I don't know what he was thinking about. I don't know if it was the tone or what he thought. Irina was feeding him sweet nothings of guilt. That's what Irina was feeding him, honey. Like, Bliss taking him back. Child, a lot of people don't do that. You know, you get one chance. Do not miss your chance to blow, honey. Eminem told you, bitch. Ah, he told you, bitch. He told you. Um, but Bliss taking him back and her family. You know, I was here for her father's reaction. I'm not even going to be mad at her father. You know what I mean? Like, Bliss, your father was literally looking out for you because you literally got hurt. And then now for him to bring you back, he don't want you to get hurt again. Period. I'm here for it. But Zach did not play taking up for Paul during the reunion. That's real bromance. Like, Zach... To me, he's a real stand-up guy, and I really hope Bliss and Zach make it. I really do. I like them together. I really fucking love <laughs> Vanessa Lachey. You know, maybe she had too much little to drink while they was waiting to film it live or whatever. But maybe we need to replace her as a reunion host. Not as a host all together, <laughs> but as a reunion host. Because I'm not here for her journalism. I'm not. First of all, when she was over there interviewing um, Josh and Jackie, I hate that she did not even bring up Jackie's leaked text messages during her little quote-unquote sit-down with them. That's crazy. You're supposed to be journalism. Journalism, girl. Journalize. Journalize, honey. Do what you need to do. Okay? Like, and it's her obsession with having love is blind babies. Girl, this is not Big Brother or Survivor or Amazing Race. Honey, you are four seasons in. Girl, ain't nobody trying to have no babies. Nobody trying to have no babies at all. 
So stop pressuring these fucking castmates. Because, girl, the only people that she be focusing on a baby is Lauren and Cameron. Girl, like, stop telling, like, telling these people to get it. Let them enjoy their bliss. Like, nobody want to sit up here and just fucking... Oh, bliss. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but nobody want to sit up here and do what you did. Girl, calm down. But I don't like her as the reunion host. She's not likable anymore. Like, let's get rid of her and, like, put somebody... Like, fuck it. Nick and Vanessa, y'all don't need to rehost the reunion no more. Y'all don't need to host that shit no more, the reunion. Y'all don't. Let's go ahead and get Lauren and Cameron up there, the OGs from season one, to host it. Literally. Anybody got time for that? Now, Sippers, if y'all have not watched the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race, I got a quick question for you, honey. What in the fuck you been doing all this time, child? <laughs> Unless you've been working and catching a bag, I have no clue what the fuck y'all got going on. But I'm finna tell y'all what's been going on. <laughs> so all y'all Johnny come late might as well skip on past this part of the segment. Because we about to get all the way in, honey. <laughs> we... Now, we're going to discuss the top four. We got Mistress, Lux Noir, Anitra, and Sasha Colby. Now, Mistress... Her sickening runway looks were of the epitome for big girl runway. And I was here for it. Go ahead. I was here for her cattiness with the fellow contestants. She had one challenge win, though, which she deserved. And that's shown that she can be a funny queen was the Daytona win. Okay. But one thing she will always be remembered for is <laughs> her errors. <laughs> she was... <laughs> Because I'm in my podcast era right now, bitch. <laughs> Lux, honey, this is my favorite queen of the season. I'm so proud Lux made it that far, you know, in the season. Like, her runway looks were iconic. She had multiple iconic looks, you know. She came for multiple queens. Fun or shade or not fun and shade. Like, she had two wins, honey. You know, one of them was House of Fashion, which she deserves. Ow. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the same episode Amethyst went home on. Yep, it is. And Two Queens, One Joke, which I think, you know, she should have won anyway, the whole, the whole series. But that's a whole nother podcast episode. We don't get into that. Congratulations, Lux. Love you, bitch. Anitra, my love for her. Since she walked in on episode two, she was walking that motherfucking dog, honey. <laughs> Her lip sync skills are unmatched. This is a potential lip sync assassin, honey. I am here for it. Okay. This bitch had three challenge wins. Okay. Of course, she won episode two when we all were introduced to her and that duck of the walk. Yes, honey. <laughs> and then for the rusical and the teacher makeover. Like, she was a force to be reckoned with. I was here for her. You know, she deserved to be in the top two. Give it up for Anitra. She did her thing. But she better make that fucking duck walk back, honey. Yes, you better. Sasha Kobe. Oh, my God. Her face is sickening. Sickening. Face card never declines, honey. Body yaddy yaddy. It's just sickening. Multiple memorable runway looks, honey. And if you don't know, bitch, gag while you look at the episodes. <laughs> Four challenge wins. 
all queens go to heaven. And that's the reason why I started loving me some Kobe, okay? That neck crack was every motherfucking thing, okay? Her back-to-back -back wins, both she well deserved. The Crystal Ball Challenge and the Thousand Beyonce's. That was a good challenge. We need to bring that one back next season, huh? Okay, and blame it on the other honey. She did. She deserved a fucking win, so give it up. Sasha, give it up for Sasha. Like, I am ready for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, which is coming to us when? May 12th. And it is, and it is, and it is. Okay, so y'all know I love my reality and trash TV, right? Y'all know I do. So, of course, we're going to get into some of all of that juicy, coochie, coochie shit, honey. Yes, we is, we is. And no, I'm not going to take up all y'all precious time to do nothing. But we finna, <laughs> but we finna get into it, cause I am what here for it. I I I I I am I am I am I am. Y'all know I'm always down for a good housewife franchise, honey. I am. Mm -hmm. But are y'all ready for this Real Housewives of Atlanta season this year? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I sure fucking am. And if y'all have not seen this year's trailer, honey, y'all are in for a treat. From Candy threatening to choke Marlo, honey, to Kenya's new man and Drew's divorce, to Marlo trying to find some type of love in the streets of Atlanta, and to some of the OGs, honey, <coughs> Kim Zosia, <laughs> trying to come back into the fold. I'm all sorts of here for it, honey. I'm ready. Season 15 is looking like it's going to be one of the best seasons of Real Housewives of Atlanta so far. But the only people that we missing, honey, y'all already know the only people we missing. Portia, Phaedra, and Miss Leaks of it all, honey. Yes. I know, I know, I know. I might as well keep dreaming on those last two, honey. Because <laughs> baby Lord knows I've been praying my life away only to be ignored. Ignored, honey. <laughs> But it's fine. It's fine. I was going to have to be content with my faves right now on the season, which is Candy. Mm -hmm. Kenya. Ah, Kenya Aquarius, of course. And Sheree for her reads, honey. Her reads be on point. They do. May 7th needs to hurry the fuck up and get here. I need my Atlanta fix ASAP, bitch. I do. <laughs> but anyways, 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 anyways. Anyways, speaking of another Housewife franchise... And yes, certified sippers, y'all already know which one I'm talking about, honey. It's Real Housewives of New Jersey, so let's get into that, child. All right, now y'all know I love me a good Jennifer Aiden, okay? Like, I just couldn't take her spilling the tea to Danielle like that. Like, given all the tea that you just met her, Jennifer, I love you, girl, you just met her, stop it. And I just couldn't believe that Bill really apparently don't treat her right. You know, like, I mean, I kind of get the whole like, religion dynamic and where they from and what they do. But, god damn. You know what I mean? Bill, let up off my girl Jen, okay? Um, I feel like between Jennifer and Mangy Margaret. <laughs> you heard it, bitch. <laughs> Mangy Margaret. I said it. I did. Like, Jennifer is the bigger person. She is. Like, Jennifer don't even try to even drag Margaret how she drug Margaret these past seasons. Jennifer is past Jennifer dealing with shit at home. Margaret's trying to still remain relevant with that broke-ass arm. And it's okay. But Jennifer is the real epitome of being a bigger person in the argument. Like, 
I love how Jennifer opened and welcomed both Rachel and Danielle into the fall. But only for Rachel, Fupa, to clout chase and cling to Manger Margaret. And, you know, that side, like, it was crazy to me. Like, girl, you little, like, people are trying to get you into the fall and you're going to the wrong fall. Margaret don't even like you like that, Rachel. But I look forward to Jennifer speaking her truth, you know, without constant inter-motherfucking eruption by fucking Manger Margaret. Um, Dolores. I'm here for her and her new love interest, honey. Yes, I am. I love that she, you know, moved on from Frank, doing her judge, her little shimmy, her little shake. Like, I really want Jennifer and Dolores' relationship to mend back to how it used to be. You know what I mean? Like, we really got, last season, at the end of the reunion, like, it was just really discombobulated or whatever. But I'm here for it. Like, Dolores, you know... Dolores is on her love era, you know, and I'm here for her. I am. And Jennifer just needs someone to talk to. So, Dolores, you know, suck your titties in and go talk to fucking Jennifer, okay? Be the bigger person or, you know what I mean? Be the older figure and go talk to Jennifer. Jennifer needs help. Bitch, go do it. All right, Teresa. I love, 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 love this OG housewife and her family. I really do, honey. I really do. I love Teresa. Like, Teresa... Sometimes she can't do no wrong. Sometimes she can, but a lot of times she can't. Mm -mm. I'm going to be real biased right there. I'm going to tell you how I feel. But I don't too much. I'm not too much of a fan of Louie right now because he's giving real fame hungry. He, like, he, he is. He's more in tune this season than he was last season. And why are you doing Like, it's given like you're trying to be the king husband housewife of New Jersey. And that's what it's giving. When Teresa sat down with her brother, Joe and Melissa, at Rachel's little barbecue, whatever you want to call it, what the fuck that was, um, I had hope, but then it kind of went left, okay? It, it kind of did. It, it kind of did. Not 100% because of Teresa. It has to do with Joe, too. Like, Joe need to get it together. Melissa need to stop getting into brother and sibling problems. I understand you married into the family for how many years now? I understand that. But that's a blood bond. You know what I mean? Like, that's blood. If Teresa don't fuck with Joe, she don't fuck with Joe. If Joe don't fuck with Teresa, Teresa, I mean, Joe ain't gonna fuck with Teresa. But at the end of the day, Melissa, you are a addition, pretty much. Even after 13 or so years, however long, you're an addition, okay? But Joe and Louie getting into it, 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 it wasn't even warranted. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't even needing to be happened at all. But I really... Can't wait to see Teresa and Louis' wedding, bottom line. Um, I really wish Melissa was in it. And that's just my legit shake. Speaking of Melissa, I need her to keep Mangy Margaret out of her business with her fucking sister-in-law, okay? Mangy Margaret need to deal with what she got at home with her kids and Joe, okay? That's what she need to deal with, okay? Like, I miss the old and more fun Melissa, but compared to this new manipulative Melissa... Honey, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I, I kind of see why Teresa did not invite her as a bridesmaid in her, you know, wedding party. I really do. But I'm not going to, you know, dwell too much on this rumor from these past couple episodes. But Melissa kissing another guy, I don't know how much I, how true I feel that is. Because these past few seasons, even since Melissa's been on Real Housewives, like, Melissa's been giving my man, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man. Like, and she don't play by Joe. And Joe don't play by Melissa. And I've always loved that, loved that dynamic about them. So 
So I don't feel like she did that. I feel like it was Margaret, mangy Margaret, friends starting some bullshit. So that's my piece. I'm going to say it there. Danielle. Uh, now y'all know, I told y'all, I love me that some Danielle. I love me a good new kid on the block, honey. I love her. The only thing that I'm going to need her to know how to do and to navigate is the sea of real housewives, honey. You knew, you knew, knew, honey. But you can't get in the sea full of real housewives sharks and go toe-to-toe. You can't. And then you exit and you leave. No, we don't do that, Danielle. You a Jersey girl, and we need to have that Jersey energy. Okay, I believe in you, girl. Get it out. Do what you need to do. I was here for her calling Rachel a rat, cause which Rachel is. Because anybody tell you to go run tell that to Mandry Margaret. When me and you, the newcomers on the fucking TV show... Are literally having a heart to heart. We're literally having a heart to heart. And you being a bitch. You're being an asshole. It's going back and telling shit. So, period. Uh uh-uh. uh. But as far as Danielle, though, I really, really, really do want to know more about her situation with her and her brother. And I hope she opens up more about her and her family so the viewers can love her as much as I love her. Because I feel like we can love her a bit more, okay? Mangy Margaret. <laughs> And her antics. I just, I can't with Margaret and her antics on picking on Jennifer. Aiden. I can't. Like, Margaret just wants to be the center of a fucking attention and a part of everybody's conversation. Even if it ain't got shit to do with her, she's always in somebody's conversation. And even, I forget what episode it was. The most recent one or the one before that one where she was just like, saying, like she said, in her confession, she was just saying shit to start shit. We know, Mangy Margaret. We know. We know. No one's talking about your lousy facelift. No one's talking about your droopy-ass chin. No one's talking about your, you know, whatever else that you think we should be talking about. No one's talking about that. So you want people to talk about you. Get over it. No one's doing it, okay? She came for Danielle for no reason. Like, Danielle is the newest cast member on the block. And you have each and every, Like, everybody's been in your business, Margaret. Mangy Margaret. Teresa... Fucking Jackie, fuck. Oh, I hate even mentioning her name. But everybody's been. But you go for Danielle because she's a newbie. I just, I just can't. Like, I see why she's a regular on the show, and I think it's only because of the older crowd. Like, the older people are really here for Mangy Margaret, and I'm not. I'm not. Mm -mm. Rachel. Uh, I really don't even have anything really discussed about Rachel other than her fine ass husband. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I'll re- okay, next one. But all the other women like Jackie, Jen F, and whoever, like, why is Andy Cohen giving these uninteresting ass people a spotlight? But I do hope to see more friends of the cast that actually got something going on other than just being a part, quote unquote, throwing events. Bitch, bye. No. Mm-mm. Alright, but that makes room and is a good segue into Zeus Network and they ratchet ass shows, bitch. <laughs> ratchet as fuck. They are. They is. And y'all know. Mm-hmm. Y'all know they ghetto as fuck. <laughs> and as always, I am what? Here for it. I, I am. First, we gonna get into Baddies West, honey. Yes, okay. We is. Now, a couple episodes back, I think it was on episode 9. What's in your cups of hustle? Yes, I done told y'all ass, honey. <laughs> if nobody do it, I'm going to plug myself, honey, lamb, biscuits, and ham. I am. I sure fucking am. <laughs> but anyways, 
I told y'all on that episode, I believe, um, who my faves were. And I think, like, they, they remain the same for the most part. So, let's get to the tea and let's sip and see what's happening in Zeus and Neck of the Woods, y'all. Period. First of all, I'm going to talk about Baddie's West, okay? Roly, Roly, I love her and her unfuckwittable attitude, bitch. Like, this bitch stay rolling the blunt or with a blunt in her hand. And, like, she don't play. Like, I just feel like she made a whole name for herself since being on, you know, Chance from New York show. On Zeus, One More Chance show. On 1 and 2. She made a name for herself since then. Like, and I feel like she the epitome of what a baddie's supposed to be. Like, you know, you're supposed to get a bag. I mean, you're supposed to take no shit. I mean, you throw them hands when you need to throw them hands. But you about to your bag at the end of the day. You know what business is business. You know, I just can't wait to see her on the reunion. Low London, oh my God, I fucked up her name last time. Um, I call her Lauren. Her name is Low London, period. <laughs> hey, Low. Um, I love her. She gorgeous, she's smart, and she unbothered. She is, bitch. For real. And I hope she come back next season. Like, she don't be playing. Like, she didn't even have to act hood or quote-unquote act hood, whatever y'all think that's supposed to be. Like, you know, act ratchet, all this bullshit. She was just herself, you know? And she was. Like, she was her authentic ass self. And I was here for her. So, I hope to see more of her. And I can't wait of the next reunion, of this reunion, for her to be on there. Because I want some shit to pop off. And I want Lola to pop her motherfucking gums. Period. Razor. Oh, my God. Um, discuss, I just really don't really want to talk about her returning for next season. If she do return, but she need to get them drunk-ass demons together, for real. <laughs> I was not here for that shit on the private jet. After her and Stunner Girl and all that bullshit, girl, we was in the air and you drunk and you over here with the bullshit. Girl, uh-uh, turn the fuck down. Like, put this bitch in the cockpit. No, fuck that shit. Don't even put that bitch in the cockpit. Put that bitch in the fucking bathroom and on airplane, bitch. Bye. You know what I mean? Like, put her over there. But she wasn't really a staple this season. Like, she had her little go-off moments. But, yeah, I don't really even see her happening at all. Um, Krishan, um, I mean, she was on the show. I mean, but she wasn't. She was always following Blueface around. Blueface baby. You know? <laughs> and that's what she was doing. That's her man, her man, her man, her man. And I'm here for her. You know, do what you need to do. Get a bed. But follow your man around. Okay, we'll do you. Um, her song, Vibe, I'm not here for it. It's cringy as shit. Um, is it catchy? Yeah, but for the slow ones, <laughs> I just, I'm not here for it. Like, can we go back in the studio, make another track after you drop this baby? Maybe. But congratulations on the pregnancy. I'm here for it, of course. That's one thing about Krishana. She, she stay in her bag. I don't see her being on baddies next season. Um, but I do hope and... Hope this baby is dropped and ready for the reunion, bitch. Because I want her to pop off a little bit. Um, Biggie. Oh, Jesus. Her clout chasing ass. Like, she was just basically Tommy Lapdog and Do Girl. Like, the fact that you thought Tommy was your friend. Like, you thought Tommy was going to have your back. Like, Tommy is for Tommy. Like, Biggie, you should have came on there for you. Like, I, I loved Biggie at first. Because Biggie was giving a whole, you know, Latino vibe, you know. Given that, you know, she pimp holes out type shit. I was here for Biggie. But then Biggie turned to a bitch. You know, she did. <laughs> like, she was talking shit about everybody behind their back. And then in their face backtracking on everything. And then her confessional talking shit. Like, I really don't get what her beef was about Stunner Girl. I mean, they faded. They did what they needed to do. So why she still press? Like, how bothered are you? You know, 
It's so crazy that you was literally in a room being bothered about Stunner. When Stunner right there, but your friend out like out somewhere, but you still bother. I just never understood that. But we'll see on this reunion how Stunner girl have her ass running after reunion. <laughs> but I don't see her coming back for another uh, another season. I don't. I don't. Um, Stunner girl. Yes, y'all know Stunner girl been my girlfriend the jump. Um, she remains one of the baddest girls of the baddies. This season, last season, and all the seasons of the baddies, and the rest of the season. The reason of the season. You know what I mean? Stunner Girl is that bitch. Like, I fuck with Stunner Girl. Like, she never back down from anybody. She don't go fuck who you is. You famous, you not. She's still gonna pop her gums. She's still gonna pop her fist. Period. And that's how it should be from anybody. Like, her, her beat from Tommy from the auditions from the show when they got in the house. That that should have been settled that first night. You know what I mean? Politics got in the way. Whatever got in the way. Whatever happened, happened. But I'm here for Sunny Girl and I hope to see her on the next season. I can't wait to see what she's doing in her union. I can't. Period. Tommy, she used to be one of my favorites on Baddies. I need her to take her ass back to Love Hip Hop. For real. She was giving real bully because she had executive producer credit. Nobody give a fuck about it. Like, who authorized that shit? You know what I mean? Like, Tommy, I'm here for her. Like, I love Tommy on Love of Hip Hop. On Baddies, not so motherfucking much. Like, she wasn't doing her big one at all. At the motherfucking... And I think she know that. And I think she know that she was trying to fight people, fight bitches like Stunna to prove her big one. No, bitch. Take your ass back to Love of Hip Hop and prove your big one on that one. Like, fuck Mona Scott and that shit. Like, but I don't think Tommy coming back. So, that's the end of that. Um, as far as the other girls, like Miss Cat, Scotty... Who else? That DJ chick. They need to make a dent this season and do not, and I repeat, do not deserve to come back for any type of reason for the season that's coming unless it's going to be a motherfucking boring one, period. That's it. But now that I done talked y'all heads off about the girls, honey, let's get into these men's is, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I'm going to start off with the ones I'm a fan of and I like so far, so get in. Um, Relly and Relly B. I, I love Relly from the first season, okay? And I'm glad he back, period. I love his confessionals, and he be so true. I didn't even know Lil Baby was on House Arrest. He said, words just ain't come out of the... Ah! <laughs> Go ahead, Relly. Um, I want to see more of him personally, and not just fighting-wise. You know what I mean? Um, I like how Relly have his own, like, mind. He moves his own beat. He ain't no follower type type of nigga, you know, he does what he needs to do. But it was the fight with the little chihuahua. He's like, burr, 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 burr. and I know we ain't got no dog. Because we don't, bitch. I know it ain't no dog. It's not. It's that motherfucker over there across the street in Miami in 305. You know? Ugh. Anyways, we'll get to him in a little later. Uh, Rasby. Mm, hey, daddy. Ah, hey, sir. How you doing? Um, He was my favorite B2K member growing up. He was. Yes, he is. I mean, he is still, you know, but see him on Bad Boys Club, I was just confused. Like, why? Why are you here, husband? But he calmed, though, and he out of the way. And, like, when that fight broke out and shit like that at the promo shoot, Rasby was just calm, cool, and collected. He was just, mm-hmm, whatever, just as long as you don't touch me, bitch. Period. But I'm ready to see more of what Rasby is about as the person is about. So let's see it. Um, Orlando, Orlando Brown, yes, I love him, you know, from That's So Raven, Major Pain, Sister, Sister, all of that, um, but he been in so much controversy, 
But it's the fact that they opened the show with him being bailed out of jail in Lima, Ohio. Bitch, first of all, why the fuck is you in Ohio in Lima? What's in Lima? Nobody knows what's in Lima. No, nobody knows what's in Lima. But, <laughs> anyways, I hate laughing at him, but I feel like he's going to be the star of the show. I feel like his mental capacity and everything is under wraps. I feel like it should be for them to put him on a show like this. You know what I mean? And if it's not, man, fuck Zeus for exploiting this nigga like this. But I feel like he's he going to be the star of the show. And I, I hope nobody try to fight him because they're going to look pussy as fuck. But I hope to see more of him, like, you know, being funny and shit like that. Um, Anthony, my nigga, I really fucked with Anthony since last season. I'm glad he back, too. I love that he lost that weight. How snatched he look. Go ahead, honey. Ow. But the beef between him and Jonathan, like, oh, my God, that's so juvenile. Like, bitch, you can't tell me how to fuck to run my own club. Anthony can't tell Jonathan who hell not to do. Jonathan can't tell Anthony who, like, who can come in his club and who can't. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. That's crazy weird. And if for Jonathan to sneak him, I never would have thought he would have done that. You know, because Jonathan, you know, in my in my eyes, my opinion, from last season and through social media, tried to run up and, you know, da-da-da-da-da in my gut of us. You know what I mean? And then not give a fuck. But I found that that was real pussy. But whatever. Um, But I'm hoping Anthony do come back and he stay not only for exposure, but he get that motherfucking bed, bitch, as you deserve it. Um, who else on this show? Um, Prince from Love and Hip Hop Miami. Um, I don't really see him being a bad boy, but he cute though. <laughs> he cute, but I see. I want to see what he brings to the show. Um, it was just how easy it was for him to get on the show for me. It, it, if it cost a pair of shoes to get me on the show, bitch, I would have been on the show, bitch. Tell me what kind of shoes to get on the show. I would have gave you some shoes, Jonathan. If that's what you needed, bitch. Period. But it was so easy for Prince to get on the show, honey. I don't know. Let's see what he bring. Hopefully, he bring more than what he brought on Love and Hip Hop Miami. Um, Mo City JB, bitch. Oh, he's my early favorite. And it's only because he QQ. For real. It is. It is. <laughs> and he got a little Texas accent. I like it. But I want to see how he get along with everybody and what he bring this season. Um, Carry On. Ooh. I don't know why they brought back Mr. Kurt Franklin's scene. <laughs> I don't know why they brought him back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they brought that man back. Like, I want to see more of him grinding and getting his bag this season. Less reliving his family trauma for the world to see. You know what I mean? But he look good. Like, he look like he done glowed up. You know, he look happy and zen. You know, so I'm here for it. Carry on. Get your life. So we'll look forward to seeing his time on the show. Um, Jonathan was my dude last season. Like, he was a fan favorite early on. You know... I'm ex- I was really excited on getting the chance to see Jonathan on a full season instead of two episodes. You know what I mean? From last season. So, I'm excited about that. Um, again, him and Anthony need to cut this beef out. I'm not here for him sneaking Anthony. Um, but it's Jonathan and his goddamn bus, bitch. This bus of his, bitch. <laughs> Child, I cannot. Not you finna run over producers, crew members, and all, bitch. Slow down, get off the bus. Put, put, put it in park. Put it in park, honey. But I feel like I'm liking him less so far. I hope I like him more and more as the season go on, okay? Um, Chef D, mm, you know, I never heard of this nigga before. Yeah, the show. I never heard of him before the show at all. You know, I had no clue he was Saucy Santana ex-boyfriend, you know, and I can see why. You know, you was just making meals. That's all. Um, I, I still feel like it was pussy as fuck for his big ass to be jumping into a fight that had nothing to do with him. 
just for camera time, just for clout, or just to be on Jonathan Goodside, or whatever the case you may be, Chef D. Like, I just didn't like that. I, I can see the fans not liking him as the season go on just because of that. Because Sir had nothing to do with you. And Big Lou, mm, y'all need to return his ass back to center, back to MIA, back to Miami. Because it's giving real Biggie from baddies. And he clout chasing Jonathan and he dick riding like a motherfucker. He is. He is. It was him trying to fight Relly and Relly giving him the business. Like, sir, what made you think you was finna just bogart Relly like this? Bitch, I'm surprised Relly ain't just Molly rocked the shit out. Well, you know what? We don't know that until next episode, next Sunday. And I'm gonna be here covering that shit. I am. Mm-hmm. But out of all the motherfucking people from Miami, they chose this. They chose him. But we're going to see how his show, like, his time on the show goes, you know. But, yes, as y'all know, it just came out this past Sunday, and I am already here for it, honey. I am. I'm here for some more than others, as y'all can motherfucking see. But if this season ain't better than last season, then next season, y'all might as well keep that shit, honey, do bail bonds. Because <laughs> apparently, I got time to wait. <laughs> Apparent motherfucking link. give it to Josh. I am. I'm going to give it to motherfucking Josh. And you know why I'm going to give it to Josh? Because I really had... Which one was it? I, it was the Josh. It, it, it was a cab. Um, damn, which one was it? Inferno. I think it's called Inferno. Yeah, like the bottle look all fiery and shit. Mm-hmm. That's wine of the week right there, honey. Um, it's Josh Inferno, okay? I'm here for it. I am. I'm all the way here for it. I got him when I was in Houston, actually. And it was giving real strong, real punch in the throat, real, you know, real, you know, kick in the pants type. And I was here for it, honey. Um, I think it was giving 14 or 15% alcohol. Don't quote me. I could be wrong. But I got it from this place called Specs in Houston. I'm sure it's here in Florida, you know, as well, um, where I really didn't do my research this time and look it up and see where. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> Oops. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you at all. I didn't do my research on it. I didn't. However, um, that is the wine of the week. It gives me my zhuzh, my us, my ah. You know what I mean? Some of y'all may not like a good bitter type of wine, but it is bitter. Um, but you need to pair it with a good pasta type of thing, you know, or something sweet, like a dessert, maybe, you know, um, that should be good, but give it up for Josh, wine of the week, making it, oh, 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 I love a good Josh, <laughs> but anyways, y'all, y'all already know what time it is, it's time for me to wrap this shit on up in the words of my good friend Rhonda Voice. Ow! <laughs> time to wrap this shit up. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to the Cup of Show podcast. 
Um, please tell your friends, your family, your cousins, your exes, tell your hairstylist. I don't give a fuck who you tell. Tell them to tune in to the Cups Joe Podcast Facebook official page, the Cups Joe Podcast. Yes, I'm keep saying it and repeating it, bitch, till you get tired of it. Um, I just made an official podcast page on Instagram called the Cups of Joe Podcast and on Twitter at the Cups of Joe. Um, so make sure y'all check those pages out, subscribe, follow, you know, share. I'm here for it. I'm always here for it. Um, there's going to be merchandise coming soon. So y'all be on the lookout for that as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and live shows. I'm going to be doing live shows as well. I got those scheduled. Those will be coming shortly. Um, but as always, I really appreciate you guys um, allowing me to be myself and talk about what the fuck I want to talk about, when I want to fucking talk about it, how I want to fucking talk about it. And tuning in to my shenanigans and my antics. (laughs) Oh my God, you guys don't understand how much I really appreciate it. But I am out and the message for this week is get it, get it, get it until you motherfucking got it, bitch. That is the motto for the week, bitch. And as you should out here, Thanks for listening to the Cup Show podcast. Ow, 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 ow.